Hello team, it's Fab here, founder and head teacher at All Marketing School and your Marketing BFF. I want to remind you that there is a special invitation for you to join us for the Alt Marketing Certification. Get certified as a positive impact strategy and make people fall in love with you and your work. Reclaim your time, understand the marketing foundations with a positive impact spin. If you are a marketing freelancer who wants to raise the quality of services and do more with less, or maybe you are an early stage marketeer ready to invest to gain real experience in building a strategy with purpose, or you're a marketing leader who wants to be recognized as a go-to expert and tackle new growth challenges. Whether you are beginners or whether you have some confidence into your strategy, we want to support you. We want to help you achieve your strategic goals, toss confettis in the air, and blast your favorite hype song as you get through eight incredible weeks with me and the rest of our faculty. Think about our certification as marketing training at university standards, not prices. So if you're ready to join us and you want to check out our incredible curriculum, all you have to do is go to amschool.click slash certification. I repeat, amschool.click slash certification to find out more and learn what you are going to go through in our eight weeks. From marketing foundations all the way to leadership and storytelling skills, we're also going to cover strategic marketing blocks and advanced marketing tools. Plus, you get workshops, hot seats, group work, and even timely panels with incredible experts in the field. So what are you waiting for? No, I mean it. Our next cohort is starting real soon. So make sure that you head to amschool.click slash certification to come and join us and learn how to market to hearts, not to brains. Welcome to Alt Marketing School. We are currently bringing together a new wave of marketers, just like yourself. We want to provide you with the skills to speak to your audience perfectly, empower clients with winning strategies to market their brands, champion their values, and make a positive impact in the online world. My name is Fab, and I'm your host. May the class begin. Yeah, we moved away from Zoom, so I'm genuinely enjoying the fact that our BFF, the Zoom lady, is not with us today. So actually, this is a very anticlimactic way to say, Happy New Year! Yeah! How is everyone? Yeah! <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm enjoying myself far too much right now. I do apologize. <laughs> How are we doing, Becca? Welcome back. Hello. It's it's good. It's 2022. I'm feeling pretty hyped. I'm already excited that it's getting lighter a little bit later. And, well, at, earlier as well. You know, basically more daylight. More daylight. Yeah, that's, that's a big one. <laughs> all, yeah, all the daylight. And there's lots of exciting things planned for this year. And it's just good. It's just good. This is like part of my week. Um, at the over Christmas when we didn't do it, as great as having a break was, I was like, ah, oh, not doing my normal routine. Fab, I just had, a, huh? Don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> We're not chatting on it. You know what though? You actually said something really, really smart and actually very true about the daylight. 
this morning, even if we had a couple before, obviously before Christmas or around December, but this morning it was like, oh God, it's happening in 15 minutes. And I love it, but I was like, I need to get ready. And because it's so dark still, even if it's getting better now as summer recording is eventually getting lighter, but because it's still that time and I think a lot of us at time of recording just came back to work in whichever capacity you have, it's still a bit like, okay, okay, I get it, I get it. And then you just kind of, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot mm-hmm. of people coming back into work over the past week, whether you're coming back to work today as you're listening or maybe you did, you know, the third or the fourth even like entrepreneurs like myself I feel that 2021 Christmas for me personally and I don't know about you but I know you talked about creativity before we jumped on for me it was a lot about rest which usually doesn't happen unsurprisingly if you've been knowing me or listening for a while you probably get the gist that you know I'm going go 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 exciting things we have a certification coming on the 31st of, of Jan yay so you know there's a lot of things happening and I was still like nah I'm stepping back for the first time in a very long time because I really felt like I needed it after... I felt... I don't know if you felt the same. There's been two years and I felt there should have been a break in between, but I didn't really feel it the past year. So it's actually like... How do you... Breathe. Does it make sense? Is that kind of... You know, is that what you felt as well? It does. And yeah, I feel like the last couple of years have gone so quickly and... I think we were all starting to feel quite burnt out towards the end of last year. Like, it just felt like such a long year. And with, like, um, numbers and stuff with COVID-related things, I don't want to talk about it because it's too depressing, but I feel like because that got a little bit worse again towards the end of the year, it just felt even more like, oh, I just need to, like, rest. I just need to, like, check out of this situation get off of you know my laptop um and that was really nice actually as well because where we've been working from home like you know no choice but to work from home basically for the last two years not being like chained to my laptop over the break was so nice because uh, just yeah not not feeling that kind of like obligation to like be switched on you know and I said to you before it was nice because I had an, a good break and you know chilled out watched lots of Disney plus you know it was great lots ate um, ate lots and lots of food um and then finally got that like spark back where I was like oh I do want to do like a little thing here and there that's like making me feel creative and you know it not feeling like a chore it was like ah oh, I can do something because I find it fun like and not like oh I'm really burnt out <laughs> you know what I mean so it was really really good and hopefully that will carry on this year and yeah I'm I'm so excited for when we wake up it to be daylight again rather than waking up and it's still feeling like the middle of the night and it feeling so hard like oh no I'm gonna drag myself out of bed and it's dark and I should still be sleeping so I'm looking forward to that a lot I think there's something in there when you talk about creativity that obviously we, as we mentioned, we were kind of dabbing into it before we jumped on. But I really, really find that a lot of us try to push to make space for creativity when our brains are constantly overload and overdrive. And whichever type of social media or marketing job you have, even if potentially that's just something that you have to do right now because nobody else can for you if you're a small business as well, 
it's really hard to tap into your creativity when you're doing too much. And I know it sounds a bit rich coming from me, but, you know, I am an entrepreneur, which means I have also to make sure that everybody gets paid, that I'm making money, as well as tapping into my creativity, which is how my soul sings. So it's really hard, you know, whichever the reason, whether it's because you're too busy, whether it's because you have other priorities as well. But there is something to be said that if, actually, funnily enough, my word of 2022 is space. Um, because I was thinking, what word can actually kind of guide me throughout this year? And I thought space just makes sense because that's what I want to create for myself. Space to be able to play more, space to be able to kind of see things more. And hopefully also space for social media not to kind of give us 70,000 million news in the space of a minute. But we were joking about the fact there's not a lot actually that's happened over the holidays. So even the poor social media managers of Twitter and LinkedIn have taken a break. But it kind of shows that everybody needed that break as well. So again, I'm still happy to be back, as you said. I'm still happy to be like, back is back. I'm talking to somebody, not myself. <laughs> about social media and all the good things. So that is good too. Now, I have something that I wanted to share, and I think this is kind of very important. There's something that happened. We had a couple of spotlights from the last year, and there's one that just made me lol so, so much. And this is the thing. So I was looking kind of casually one day, and then I saw something that Meta launched just before going away for holidays as a trial. And in my brain, I was just like, why? Why? And I'll tell you just this, but you need to see the pictures and the images for this to actually understand what the hell is going on. So Meta decided, okay, the holidays are coming. We're going to launch a brand new tool, super cool, that animates kids' characters' drawings. Because this is what the world wants. Now, I told Becca, actually, Becca, go and have a look at the drawings that they showed us. To me, that is the stuff of nightmares. Stuff of nightmares meta launched in this new tool and the drawings i mean i don't want to sound cruel because they're kids bless them what more i've expected to, to be picasso no but but, but no <laughs> <laughs> have you seen them becca i have they're really like they're um really sinister like they're the kind of thing it's like mm, that's cool but like you know when people have like on their fridge they have their children's drawing like stuck up on the fridge and that's quite cute, and it's like, ah, oh, wholesome. You know when people have, what's face, Facebook, has a Facebook portal, doesn't it? Like, which is the little screen thing. I can imagine them pushing, like, these animated drawings on that. So, like, in your kitchen or wherever you keep your, like, screen, just suddenly seeing this little animation of your, and I'll be like, oh, it's really scary. I don't know. It's just a bit, it's just a bit sinister. It's, it's cool that they can do that, but why would you use it? I don't know. It goes back to, I mean, I was reading about it and it goes back to, to me, there's no user intent in it. It's almost like Meta being like, this is what we can do with AI. Wait up until we can do even more cool stuff with AI. And I understand that. You know, in, in, in my eye, I understand it like, this is kind of really cool. Think about the things that we can animate or the ways that we can integrate. There's part of me that thinks maybe Facebook was like hinting, hoping that not many people will pick that up, even if I did Facebook or Meta, whatever you want me to call you. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be maybe the wink at something like smart homes or, you know, then kind of how, as you said, a portal and then God knows there's going to be a Meta fridge coming up one day. 
Mark your words, MetaFridge is coming just for you. Can you imagine? I don't know if I want Facebook to know what's in my fridge. Like... <laughs> <laughs> this person got married yesterday. That's literally what it is these days, is they got married and they have kids. And so mm. that's, that's what you will see on your fridge now. <laughs> <laughs> Woof! <laughs> that is a handful. Um, but that, that I found it funny. I love the, the bit of news, just to close up on this, it was a bit of an aside, but I found it funny. The piece of news that actually I, I got it from says, it's a little disturbing and could end up freaking your kids out as much as entertaining them. Well said, news person. Oh, well you. said. Yeah. Literally that. Imagine, imagine that could be the coolest thing ever or you might have nightmares from it if you were a child and suddenly saw it come to life. Like, also, you know, children's imaginations run wild, right? Which is great absolutely fantastic but sometimes they can draw things which are a little bit scary and then imagine that coming to life and then you've literally created a monster well meta thank you so much for giving us something to talk about today <laughs> that's that's pretty much it no i'm joking there's a couple more things that happened uh, as we were saying it's just i I wasn't too surprised to see that not much sparked up because one of the things that I think as well, before we kind of jump on a few bits, again, Twitter is one of the ones that was like, everybody's stopping, but not us. No, Twitter doesn't stop. You're welcome. But one of the things that I was thinking as well, looking at the fact that there's not been a lot going on, again, first of all, everybody deserves a break. Secondly, I also find that even social apps have understood that probably a lot of people wanted to step back over this holiday time. I think that's something that, again, it became kind of obvious for everyone. But also, I kind of feel there have been a couple of seeds that have been planted, or there's a couple of things that we all know are going to happen and are happening. Again, we talked about it in our social trends one, uh, the report that we went through. Whether it's, you know, the, the even more prominent rise of videos, whether it's metaverse, I think these things are going to really become so big that Again, even if it shouldn't be the case, because we said that platforms should do what they should do for themselves, I can see the different platforms still finding ways to align because I do believe, and again, this is me putting one of my prediction hats on, prediction hat goes back on straight at the beginning of 2022, but I do believe that 2022 could be the year of really trying to get the user attention again. I We tipped at the new normal, I want to hear your opinion, we tipped around the new normal for a while because we're like the new normal is happening and then it didn't you know things are changing and then they didn't because they kept going back and forth and now i think we have a better understanding that this might be the way that things are going to go so how can we actually support businesses and users and creators in a new way that things are going to evolve and it's a big big ask for social platforms so that's how I see it. I don't know if that's what's going to be, whether, you know, kind of interjecting creator economy into small businesses, into just normal users and professionals. I think a lot of apps are kind of currently like, okay, how can we be the go-to? Because there's been a lot of testing and a lot of things. And when you look back, how many things have been tested? How many features have been tried in the last year? I think we wouldn't realize if we didn't do what we did. No, absolutely not. There's so many. And I'm, I'm looking forward, actually, and not rushing ahead but to this time next year to see how it progresses because I think that there's so much like last year when we look back 
at this time of year, Clubhouse was in its like peak and everyone was like, oh yeah, let's go on Clubhouse. And that was great. And I feel like by the end of this year, all things metaverse related will be at that level. Like it will become, people will have got used to the idea. It won't just be people who are like in the industry, so to speak. It will be like, you know, normal people as well will be getting involved within it, um, with it. And I think it's there's going to be such a shift from both a creator's perspective, so where do they want to dedicate their time and attention and how is that going to benefit them? Do they need to pivot? Will it mean that they drop some social media networks to kind of dedicate more time to that? But also, yeah, from a sort of brand perspective, I think we've started to see a few people, like a few brands, I should say, kind of dabble in talking about it and like you know on twitter kind of memes about oh metaverse and all of this kind of thing and i think that this is paving the way so that later in the year it's not just a meme it's like okay well, we're actually gonna be doing you know a lot of work on you know or in the metaverse it's kind of like hard to talk about um so i think it's going to be very exciting seeing how that progresses and I think there's a lot of learning to be done as well for for us as well, learning how this is going to, what shift is going to happen and what we need to do um, to make that kind of help all of us. It's going to be good. You know, when you were saying this, it made me actually realise the power when it comes to actually kind of constantly learning, especially as obviously brands, but also as managers and marketers. And I think... One of the big frustrations probably for the past two years, maybe, I find, has been for a lot of people, the fact that things change so much. And I think we didn't realize that the reason why algorithms change or engagements dropped or anything like that is probably because a whole new set of users start to become really engaged or something shifted in that perspective. And so, as you say, now with the metaverse, it's like, okay, we have a whole new literally universe online that we potentially can tap into and how we're going to do that. And in our um, in the episode with actually Dan from uh, Talkwalker, which just came out last week, where I literally at time of recording, obviously, which I drilled him, uh, and it was and I was like, how how can smaller brands or how can independent people, how can we find our space in the metaverse if we're not insert name of big company because that's the truth about it. And I think, you know, if 2020 and 2021 together taught us something, I think it's definitely been, in my opinion, the fact that, and this is going to sound really, uh, not tragic, but a, a bit extreme. So bear with, strap in, strap, strap in, put your little like safe hat on, a new hat. Um, but I believe that, you know, change... And adaptation has always been a big part of being a small business owner. So any small business owner listening will know, as I know. But at the rate that has happened for everyone between 2020 and now, I don't think has happened in a very long time. Not many of us have experienced that. And now is not just as a small business where you're like, I kind of get it. Small businesses change and develop. Bigger businesses, independent, professionals, freelancers, everybody had to change so much. And I think that happened also for social and the social platforms. And basically, like I was looking at the three things that happened basically this week or kind of been like floating about and a couple of them are on Twitter. And I think actually just to tie on to these two things that, that Twitter did, the one about spaces where Twitter is now testing new options to restrict spaces access to make smaller groups, to me almost speculation wise, 
speaks on this idea of being, okay, we created spaces, we're going to give it a go because they're still trying to make it work. And I think they're actually trying to fine-tune it now to how the community is using it a bit more. So maybe it is the fact that it's more about smaller community spaces, it's more about you know, grouping around a specific topic instead of just kind of randomly chatting because nobody's time for that. <laughs> and that's kind of how I see things happening. Like the fact that even big social networks had to change and pivot so much it will teach you the power of resilience and grit and also patience because that's going to be the problem, quite honestly, because you constantly have to evolve. But maybe there is some good in that. Anyway, so that's kind of my, almost my preamble <laughs> to a couple of things that happened on Twitter. But am I making sense? And what do you think about it? Am I actually onto something, especially with this new test? Yes. And I'm really excited about the Twitter Spaces update, actually. I know that in the past we like to kind of make fun of it and go, oh, they're just copying Clubhouse, poor Clubhouse. But I have been interested in seeing how many people are using spaces. And sometimes it feels like that there's a couple of people like from my network that are on always testing it out. Like literally the Twitter space will be called like, oh, we're just having a go. We're just going to see how it works. But I haven't seen it take off the way that Clubhouse did, where people would jump on it and immediately, right, every every Monday we're going to jump on Clubhouse for half an hour. I've not seen that happen on Twitter yet. But I think that this update to restrict the spaces, have the opportunity to make them exclusive if you want to, smaller groups, because I know that's something as well that people, especially if they didn't join in with Clubhouse, which is totally fine, sometimes the idea of joining a space and taking to the stage and having to talk can be quite kind of daunting for people so I'm excited because I think it will allow both creators and brands to have a bit more of a strategic approach to spaces rather than just like oh we'll just open it up see what happens now it's like there's a there's a way that we can be strategic about this we can make it exclusive we can promote it in a certain way and hopefully the people that join as well they'll be equipped with everything to make them feel as comfortable as possible to engage, you know, fully and make it better for everyone. You know, you don't want an audience just sat there kind of going, this is fun and not saying anything, you know. So I'm quite excited. I saw it and it did make me laugh because I was like, of course, Twitter will be the ones that couldn't, they couldn't sit still over the break. You know, they had to do something, but it is quite exciting. And I think this could be how it sort of enables creators and brands to start using it as more of a kind of kind of foundation within their strategy rather than just oh we're testing it we'll just because I've seen so much of that last year and I think people didn't trust that it was going to stick around either because it was such a new concept obviously Clubhouse starting it and then Twitter stealing the limelight and people were like, oh, is this just a fad? And it's like, no, this is going to stay. Like, you can start planning this now into your strategy. So we'll see what happens. I feel that's how we felt as well a bit. We're like, mm, are you going to stay around? Mm. And that's been one of the, not the problems, but that's been one of the realities of a lot of the things that happened. And not just from Twitter, I want to say, from everybody else. But another thing, actually, going back to what you just said about that sort of smaller community and finding a better way for people to use it, it almost gets me back to thinking about how Twitter, I think, is trying now to fully understand its place. Like, one thing that I'm really happy that I hope actually happens, which is the other thing that Twitter tested or did, was a new topics bar. And that, I think, shows that Twitter is start hopefully, 
comes from actually learning from what's happening. Maybe Twitter did notice that people like myself are like, okay, I need to find new, um, you know, new tweets about marketing or about business or about something else. And because of that, then I understand that people actually are now specifically looking for specific topics. And I think that's kind of been really powerful in itself. Or actually be like, actually, this is the way that people are navigating Twitter these days. Instead of just looking at the timeline, they're actually trying to discover new people because of, in my opinion, and I want to obviously see what you think, I'm more of a super user than I am, like like big thought leadership and um, expert status and credibility has become a lot bigger on Twitter. And I think I can see that then being like, okay, in the topics that I'm interested in or that I want to know of, who are the other people that I don't know that actually I can tap into or retweet or comment on to actually kind of drive more interest? Because a lot of entrepreneurs and people in, in general, in 2021, I've seen them really grow on Twitter because they spent a lot more time in it. And I see the ones that really grew well becoming almost really good at discussing or covering a specific topic and becoming an expert in it, if that's making sense. So I don't know if that's the way that the actual topics are going to work, if there's any other reason for it. That's how I see it from a business perspective. I don't know what you think about that as well. No, I think I think it's going to be interesting. And I saw that Twitter were talking about they want to bring in this topics bar to try and encourage more engagement and make sure that people are getting involved because that can be one of the reasons why people don't kind of gel with Twitter so much because they don't find the right community for them, which is totally fair. I do wonder if it will actually kind of clog up the experience a little bit for those power users because um, lots of people use Twitter lists where they've kind of curated those topic clusters, if you like. Um, I know that I have like a Notion list for people in the Notion community. I've got one for other social media marketing professionals. I think I've got one for The Sims, people in The Sims, because like, Sims is great. And so, and yeah, right. And I can flick between them um, when I'm going through my feed. So I do wonder if it will be a bit of a like, oh, well, I've, you know, people might have already sort of set up this feature themselves. Um, but I think it will be good for discovery. The other thing as well, of course, is communities. The Twitter communities is a thing now. So whether this will tie in nicely with that, maybe it will prompt more communities to be set up or we might see users realising that, that is more of a feature because I think for some people they haven't, you know really looked at communities properly it might not be very clear what that's for or how you can use it i've only just started getting properly involved in the notion community but but kind of that community feature because i was like oh how, how can i use this how can i fit this into my normal like twitter usage so i think it will take people a little while to kind of pick up this um new feature and you know get used to it my only thing is is Twitter overcomplicating it? Because sometimes discovering these topics like organically, just from people that you stumble across, is like one of the best things about the platform, I think. But we'll see. I think it for new users definitely maybe this will start prompting them to to use some of the like more power user features, you know? We'll see. Basically what we're trying to say is that Twitter, we love you, but chill. <laughs> just chill. You know, Twitter, just take your time. Try something new, 
see how it works and let us actually try this thing because I think that's one of the biggest problems as you said communities become bigger excellent but now give us the actual time to kind of dab with it and this goes to everyone especially you Instagram I'm looking at you Instagram this year please make it the year where if a new feature drops let us know let us try it because again I just genuinely want for 2022 to be something that kind of changes for us in general and I also hope that the social platforms can do the same in the way that we, we know there's going to be some big changes coming we know like whether it's how to super capitalize video or how to jump into the metaverse but because of that I really want to make sure that we actually have the time to digest everything else like one of the biggest just to kind of give go a bit meta see what I did there uh, we are working obviously on finishing off the last touches for our lectures for the certification coming on the 31st of Jan or marketingschool.com slash pro just in case uh, you can find out more and Beck and I have the hardest task obviously to cover the social media ones and I'll be honest I put my hand up and say I was working with Raz our curriculum designer to actually you know kind of create the construct of it and I was really confident with all the lectures and this one I was like, the ones that I'm teaching, and this one I was like, this one I struggled to rein it in. And he was like, yeah, I can see that. So I'll need to break it down a bit more because there's always so much you can talk about on social and things change so much and it's easy to feel overwhelmed because you think there's so many things you need to focus on. And hopefully by listening to us and obviously to all of our students that are joining us for this cohort and many to come, we can inspire you to think more about user intent and keeping things simple than almost overcomplicating and jumping on the latest trends because it's good to know that they are there but also it's important to remember that if you can actually give your users the best experience ever then they're going to come back and they're going to be happy and that's one of the most important things as well that I think you can find. One more thing I want to say before we close off for this first episode of 2022 um I wanted to say that we also have a couple of roundups we have done on the Twitter Stop 2021, uh, TikTok trends, and even Pinterest trends on All Marketing Pro. So if you go to allmarketingschool.com slash join, you can find out more about the All Marketing Pro community. Please come and join us and you can access all of these amazing episodes, plus more exclusive interviews, exclusive reports, even like book reviews. There's going to be a lot coming up in there every week. So if you want more of us, please, that's where you should go. Um, as always, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back, Becca. If you want to uh, you know, share the love for Twitter or anything else, tell us anything that you enjoyed in 2021 or what you like to see in 2022. You can obviously mention us at Old Mark School on Twitter and Old Marketing School on Instagram. If you have any questions for me or you want to share one of your favorite hats, I'm at Fab Giovanetti. Becca, what about yourself? Where can we find you again? I'm at Becca Social on all the platforms. Thank you so much for listening. Head to oldmarketingschool.com to find out more about the topics that we covered in this week's class. If you want to make your teachers happy, then hop onto iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Oh, and don't forget to spend the love on Instagram at Alt Marketing School. Until next time.